Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we have a cool guest sitting on our couch. Yep, she's sitting on our couch. <laughs> Her name is Lindsay. She is the PR chair for the Ontario chapter of the Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association. And I'm super excited to have her here because I really want everyone to know what the association's all about. We did have Jason White in way back when we first started uh, doing our podcasting. Jason's a great guy, but uh, let's get someone else in on the mix. (laughs) So why don't you uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name's Lindsay. Uh, I am the public chair for the Ontario chapter. Uh, I've been a massage therapist for the past four years, and I've been the PR chair for three years. Wow, it's been three years. Wow. Wow. Like, you don't mess around. Yeah. I was I was pretty serious. Like, as soon as I got out of the, the graduation chair, I just jumped right into the PR chair. Where did you go to school? I went to Georgian College in Barrie. Are you from Barrie? No, I'm actually, like, I was born in Windsor, yeah. and then I lived in Kingston, and then I moved to Barrie. I'm just like a... You moved to Barrie to go to school, or you were already... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made you decide like Georgian College and Barry versus because there's schools out that way. There's tons. Well, there was Fleming. I was close to go to like I was going to go to Fleming, but like my my long story short was I was in grade eight and we took like this we got to pick like a field trip and say um, you know pick a school that you would want to go to in the future to find your dream job and whatever. So they gave us a bunch of options and I was like oh but it's like the farthest school away from Kingston. And it was Georgian and Barry. Huh. So, um, yeah, so that was perfect. And so we were able to go there and we were connecting with different people in the medical field because that's was something that I wanted to do. Yep. And we met these three um, massage therapists. And I was like, what are the two major things that you say would, you know, make you want to go into this job or this field? They all piped in and they said that, you know, you can help people. Yeah. You get to be your own boss. Um, and you get to pick your own hours. And I was like, well, that's Done. my job. So, and then, you know, that always motivated me to get into the medical field. And then I always knew Georgian was cool because I met those cool people. So that was, that was it. That was easy to go. That was it. Yeah, I was so, locked in. So from high school to, when you're at Georgian, is a lot of your class straight from high school? Or do you have a lot of people that are kind of mature students, second career because you see a lot of the second career thing at private career colleges. Yeah. Do you see a lot of that at a public college? Um, I mean, most people were like my age. So it was like 19 to like 20. But there were definitely like three or four mature like students, like 30s, 40s. Um, one girl's 55. And I was so proud of her because she's went through three careers. Yeah. And then she finally got to the point where like all of her friends were saying she was good with her hands. So I was like, well, it makes sense. She went to massage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that was like the most mature I've ever seen. But yeah, it was crazy. When I was teaching, I had like a late 60s dude in my class. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Oh, was he good? Yeah, he was, he was, he was pretty good. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it at the end of the day, you close your eyes, you go on the table. It doesn't matter yeah. who it is. It was such a weird career change for him because like the whole time, he was a mechanic for years and years and years. I don't know. <laughs> you know what though? I do get it because I, 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 I dabble with motorcycles. I build motorcycles every once in a while. Mm. And the way I, I parallel that to massage therapy a lot because to me, building a bike and doing massage therapy is like the perfect marriage of the physical in the intellectual yeah and like that's the way i kind of parallel the two so i kind of get the mechanic guy going now now i get it as i'm saying this (laughs) (laughs) 
he just had a aha moment. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about your exposure to sport massage. You're at Georgian. Are you introduced to sport massage while you're there? Or is this something that you discover after? Um, well, I've always been an athlete like my whole life. So it was something that I always had an interest in, just like always giving back to athletes because it was relatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I was in Barrie, we didn't really have much. Like we had one outreach where we got to work with all different um, athletes. But um, not really. Like I was super motivated after school. That's something that I always wanted to do. So I went and I started Googling like sports massage or like, you know, like I went on, um, <laughs> I think I went on like Kijiji or something or like Indeed. Uh, I found like all these different jobs for like sports teams and all that stuff. But then like the CSMTA popped up on Google and I was like, what is this? Mm. And that's when I got into that. And then now I'm, I'm traveling like worldwide with athletes nice. um, and sports teams, which is like a dream come true. Yeah. And you know, who knew that just getting those couple hours at college would kind of weasel my way into where I am today, which is crazy. All right. So tell us how this happens, because there are a whole bunch of people that are listening to this that are way into sports, that are athletes or just love working with athletes. And they just heard you and they're like, holy fuck, I want to do I want I want to fucking do that. <laughs> um, the, the biggest thing I'd say that like in my first year that I was hungry for is connections. So I went to every conference I possibly could. I met literally every human I possibly could. The, the most important person that I would say to date that I met was Dominic Mankisi, and he is my current boss at my clinic. And he um, is the massage therapist for the Calgary Flames. And he brought me connections to Team Canada. And in my first year, I was able to go to Calgary and work with Team Canada for like the U18 teams and stuff like that, which was incredible. So that was like my first major camp. And with his connection, um, I was able to meet all those connections in Calgary, which also talked about the CSMTA and all that stuff. And then when I came back, um, I started connecting with people that he connected with. And then I met Laurie Dupuy and I'd gotten to the CWHL and then um, the CWHL kind of connected me with other teams and sports. So if I can say anything, I would probably say connections are literally the most important. Like even if you wanted to go to an event that like artistic gymnastics, for example, that's really not my favorite sport. Um, but it is good to kind of see what kind of injuries there are. But I met this girl named Karen Weiner there. And she was at the time one of the selectors for uh, the major games called Maccabiah Games in Israel. Mm-hmm. And long story short, we started talking and she's like, I want you to get, um, you know, in touch with me later because we're going to Israel this summer for the Maccabiah Games with like 10,000 athletes. And I want you to come. Wow. And I was like, who knew that connection would work? Yeah, yeah. I like an artistic gymnastics if I didn't go. So literally like experience everything, connect with everyone, like get on LinkedIn. Like as soon as you graduate, like just post everywhere that you're available for even just volunteer. Like volunteer is as much as people don't like taking time that it's, you know, free time or it takes away from like your pay. It is crazy. The people that you meet. Oh, for sure. It's in so, it's so insane. Yeah. So insane. Yeah, I was speaking about this on I can't remember which one of the episodes. It was uh, it was it was the unprofessional hour with Vinny. This guy Vinny, we called him the super fan because <laughs> he caught in contact. He's like, hey, can I come on your podcast? I really like, and he knew the episodes better than we did. It was actually really funny. But then he was asking me like, what what are your some of your favorite moments being a massage therapist? I I really have a bad memory, so I'm like, eh, I don't remember. And I'm like, you know, Pan Am was actually one of them. Oh. And then, and then I started talking to him about Pan Am, and I'm like, Pan Am, but like that's volunteer stuff. But even though it's volunteer, like that's full work like I was doing 12 hour shifts at venues Mm -hmm. like for two weeks straight that type of thing but yeah definitely just putting yourself out there and getting your feet wet and making the connections that's 
huge. Yeah. Well, even with Pan Ams, I did Pan Ams and, and I met people that, you know, now I still connect with to this day. And that yeah. was like my first year that I graduated. And I was just like, what are the odds it's in Toronto? And yeah. that's the exact same thing. Like, it's just like even just sitting in that little venue for like six hours and treating like crazy. But the person beside you could be like your future partner or, yep. you know, like someone who has a huge connection in a sport that's your absolute favorite. Like yeah, it's, for sure. it's so crazy. So tell me about the association then, because uh, like I said, when Jason was here, he was giving us some information on the association and the different types of membership categories, like um, student memberships, uh, certificate candidates, and then the full blown certification. First off, there's so many perks to this um, association itself, uh, not only the connections that it brings you, there's so many people on this association, um, on the websites and everything that have years and years and years of experience mm-hmm. that you can easily connect with who have been to the Olympics, who've had literally every sport you can name, traveling the world, all these different things. Um, so the connections are great there. Um, the, the different types of programs we have uh, with different courses, we have the fascial stretch therapy course we took once and that exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do kinesiology taping courses, uh, the advanced sports massage course. That was the first course ever that I took for, uh, for massage. Uh, to kind of advance my certifications post-graduation. And that was awesome because that kind of opened my eyes to like pre-inter and post-massage, which I never really thought about because we didn't really learn that in school, uh, which was a huge benefit uh, later down the road that I didn't even know about. (laughs) And it's just really a good source of connecting with people in Ontario and Canada uh, because you can go on either site because we have two. So we have the Ontario website as well as like the Canadian website. Uh, And then the great thing is, is that you can also have a student membership. So even if you aren't certified yet or graduated, you can connect with different uh, therapists to say, you know, this is kind of where I want to go. I'm not kind of sure where or where it goes or what it means, Mm -hmm. but it would be really cool to, you know, get into this field. Where can I start? Where can I go? Who can I connect with? All those different things have huge pros to it. And and also like cons because like you already, you're motivated to graduate already, but you're not close yet. Right, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's start with the student membership. How does this work? So as a student, give me the steps to becoming a student member. So the student member, you would... Just contact one of us, one of the board members, which you can on um, our website. Uh, We all have different emails as well you can connect on. And all you need to do is give us uh, information of what school you go to. And um, it's super easy because you can fill it out all online, which is great on our website. And um, when you graduate uh, from being a student, you can... Uh, also send us like your a documentation from your teacher yep. saying that you received like 100 hours of experience within school and you can claim that towards your hours towards your major major like sports massage therapy certification so that's the huge plus as well as you can come to the conferences and courses uh, as well as like volunteer at different events with um, as a certified therapist. So it's a great experience for them. So you would suggest that for someone who is a student and they already have an idea, like this is something that I want to be involved in. Yeah, I definitely wish I did it. Like I wish I re- researched the CSMTA when I was in school after instead of post because it, it would have been a very easy transition versus what I did. You didn't have much exposure to it when you're at school mm-hmm. and you discover it when you're out of school. And if now we're saying, hey, if you have a, if you have the itch for sport and sport massage and your student, let's get into it now. So why don't you why don't you give us some information about what is a sport massage therapist and what does a sport massage therapist do? Yeah, so we're definitely like I myself personally, I'm trying to get to as many colleges and stuff 
as possible. And shout out to all those colleges. If you do want us to come, we can always do a presentation. It's only like 40 minutes, so it's not too bad. Uh, so a sports massage therapist certified uh, would be um, like 500 hours of hands-on experience within the field okay. uh, of specifically sports. So you do 500 hours in clinic and then 500 hours in the field and then you would take your exam similar to like um an oski and an mcq okay. and when you do those two tests then you would be fully certified it just allows you to have more access to like olympic applications as well as like a lot of different connections within the association that will bring you kind of higher on the tier system uh which is kind of handy uh compared to just kind of going cold turkey and just applying with everyone else so how would you define sport massage therapy what does it look like? How is that different than what you're taught in school? Like, you know, that, that, that sport massage course that you said that really kind of blew you, blew mm-hmm. you away mm-hmm. with pre intern post, like what, what's happening here in a sport massage that's different that a regular, a regular, yeah, y'all are fucking regular, that a, <laughs> that a regular RMT would have no idea about or very little knowledge of. Um, I think the major thing that I took away from like the advanced sports massage course that we took with, um, as like a sports massage therapist, yeah. I would say it's just a lot faster than what we typically do as regular massage therapists. Okay. Um, so instead of having like a 30 minute treatment or an hour treatment, it would be like 50 minute treatment before they go and compete or, um, you know, you'd have like a 30 minute treatment, maybe like a post treatment. So in between co- like competitions or after their major competition, right. I would probably just say the speed is a very different. <laughs> it's yep. a very fast treatment as well as um, there's a lot more stretching uh, modality work. It's not necessarily like deep tissue that we focus on, right. um, nor is it relaxation um, just because it it's usually uh, joint specific or muscle specific or um, just taping. So there's different things that it's just majorly focused on speed. <laughs> okay, that makes from what sense. I from what I kind of think about. Now you uh, student therapist, you have that you can and that hopefully sparked a little something in them to say, yeah, okay, cool. I'm gonna sign up to be a student member. So once I'm a student member and I graduate and like you said, I can put forth a hundred hours from previous work that I've done as a student therapist to go towards my hours. So where does this take me next? What what's a certificate candidate? Is that where I would be next in this thing? Yeah, so that's kind of like me. (laughs) That's me right now. So um, what that means is you are kind of what I call like a transition therapist. So um, you're a registered massage therapist. You did your course, like you're completely certified. And now this is where you start building your hours as a sports massage therapist. So um, you go to different events, um, you gain like hands-on hours, and then each event that you do, you send them in and then you accumulate your hours. And then when you reach the the grand total, then you're able to do the MCQ and, and the practical exam. And that grand total is 500. Yeah. Okay. And 500 um, clinic hours and then 500 like hands-on hours at like on field or at like specific venues. And there's a breakdown like on our website of what specifically each uh, 500 hours is. So I think it's like 500 hours. And then the breakdown is, um, you know, has to be some of them has to be team sports, some can be individual. And they're all kind of um, specific 
in the field play. Is there a, a time frame of which you have to complete these 500 hours? Or can you do them as fast as you want or as long as you want? Um, now there isn't, thank goodness. There used to be. Uh, I'm so happy they updated it. So you can take your sweet time. You can And you can stay as a sports massage therapist uh, candidate certified. So yeah. um, it's really up to you. Um, obviously, the goal is to always be certified because that's yeah. the, the overall goal of accumulating those hours. Um, but it, you can take as long as you want. What was it before? Um, it, I think it was three years. Ah, so they put yeah. a time stamp on it. Three years yeah. you got to get your... I think it was three years, which is crazy. It's so much work. When it, when it comes down to the hours... Does working as field of play medical staff count as hours or does it have to be like therapy hours? Yeah, so that's the difference. So right now, um, hands-on hours is the goal. So however long you're massaging someone for. Yeah. Uh, and there are certain criteria with that. Like if you were to treat them for an hour, that's not classified as like a, a sports massage treatment because it would be like 15, 20, 35 minutes or 30, I think it is. Right. Um, so there's certain criteria with those as well. Um, and it also depends. I mean, it kind of depends on what atmosphere you're in as well. If you're at the hotel treating an athlete for an hour, that may di be different, right. uh, which you can always contact. I think it's Karen now who's doing the hours and you can contact her and explain to her what you're doing okay. and you can kind of get that reassessed. Uh, and then there's on-site hours. Uh, and then once you kind of hit a certain amount of hours uh, on-site versus hands-on, sometimes um, we kind of weasel our way through and combine those two together. Okay. Um, so if you have like 400 hours on-site and you have 375 uh, hands-on, then we can kind of talk about that and see if we can kind of merge them together for you. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. How different would you say athletic therapy is to sport massage therapy other than the massage part of it, obviously? It's always a tricky one. I love ATs. They're so helpful. <laughs> um, sports massage therapists are very similar to athletic therapists because um, we always recommend that people get their first responder. Mm -hmm. um, I have to say, I mean, athletic therapists have a lot of knowledge uh, and a lot of experience in regards to um you know, even just being, I think they're like, they have like apprenticeships throughout mm -hmm. their schooling, which is great too. So comparing the two, they're, they're very similar, I would say. From my experience working with athletic therapists, um, it's more of like taping and like first responder mm -hmm. aspect of it. So you kind of, I don't know, you kind of work side by side with each other. It's very similar. I think the only difference is soft tissue uh, treatments, which sometimes they also do. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I've completed all my hours. Tell me about the examination. What's that like? Is it as nerve wracking as some people feel the entry to practice exam for the College of Massage Therapists of Ontario is? Or From what I've been told, no. I think even with the CMTO one, it's always nerve wracking when you walk in that door and you're waiting with all these other people to do all the stations. But no, um, from what I understand from all the people who have done it, it's very cool, calm and collective. You know, they're not really there to make you feel nervous. It's more of like a comfortable environment. And as well, like all the um, people and the instructors and the testers have always been in that boat as well because they're all RMTs and they're all SMT certified. So mm -hmm. um, it isn't as bad as what people would think it would be. Um, um, but it is a test, so it's always, I guess, a little bit nerve-wracking for everyone, but yeah. The majority of people success first try on that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for the most part, from what I've heard, yeah. it's. Uh, I haven't personally done it yet because I'm, I'm close to my hours, but not too close. Um, but for everyone who has done it, uh, they said it was just a practical, like it's very practical. It makes sense, the questions that they ask you. And, um, you know, that is the true reason why we make everyone do so many hours. Yeah. Because when it comes to the exam, it should be very similar to what you are doing on the field. So 
it, it kind of is a, a benefit of that, similar to like when you take your CMTO exam, yeah. it's the same of, as something that you would do in your clinic or at school. So it's kind of a, it's a good mix. Just out of curiosity, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to answer this. Would an athletic therapist be able to write that exam and pass it no problem? Or even maybe a registered kinesiologist that works with teams or has has knowledge of that stuff? That would be tricky because yeah. it is a huge soft tissue um, component of it. So I don't know. I don't know how much, per, like I personally don't know how much an AT knows about soft tissue. I've never looked into that. Right. Um, but I know a kinesiology student, I'm not sure about either. If they know soft tissue and they've done a lot of modalities and stuff like that, I'm sure yeah. that they could probably do it. But I feel that it would probably be best if they had both combinations. Yeah, like for, sure, for sure. And AT or massage and kinesin. Yeah. yeah. So now that I'm a, uh, now that I'm fully certified Woo. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you did it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I got some good letters behind my name. Yes. How do I get to major games? How do I get to working with teams that like you did speak about all these connections, but give us, give us some more detail on this. Cause this to me is the coolest shit ever. And I'll give you another example. I don't know if you've heard this part. You probably haven't. We did a hanging with entrepreneurs. Her name is MJ oh. and MJ. She was a massage therapist. She was a massage therapist for the Calgary Flames. No way. Yep. She was way into she was way into working with sports. She worked with a, a bunch of Olympic athletes um, with Team Canada. She described she's a little she's a little older than me, not too much older, but she's a little older than me. <laughs> and she described it as when I was in school, no one talked to me about body mechanics. Mm-hmm. No one talked to me about any of that stuff. And she's like I burnt myself out. She really loved that freaking work, mm-hmm. but she just physically couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, oh, this doesn't make sense to me. Like you had you had someone's dream job. Yeah. And I maybe it wasn't your dream job, but like you had someone's dream job. So how do certified sport massage therapists get these dream jobs or get these and they don't have to be jobs. Like you said, a lot of them might be volunteer. I might not be getting paid, but I might have my travel covered, my accommodation. Mm-hmm. You get crazy swag. All right. You get the so, coolest swag. All right. Tell Team me about Canada this. Swag. Tell me about this then. How, how, do, how do I get to, to major games? How do I get to any games? How do I get to work with teams? From all the applications of major games, uh, which you may have probably experienced with Pan Ams, um, is like it's a point system. Okay. So there's different tiers of points. So depending on if you are certified, how many major games have you done so far? Um, have you worked with Team Canada? Have you worked with um, national versus uh, international? Right. Um you know, it, it really depends like mainly on your experience. So okay. uh, if you have your hours, that's great because those hours will also, you know, for example, like my Maccabia games, which was overseas, right? So that would be classified as um, a major games, right? So you would add that into your point system. And the more experience you have with those 500 hours, you gain those points to apply to the major games. And the more points you have, the higher you're viewed, as well as your experience with, say, other Olympic Games or Special Olympics that's coming up in a couple weeks. Like, those are major games that you can apply or add to your application. So you kind of get bumped up a little bit higher. So do these organizations contact the Canadian Sport Massage Therapy Association and say, hey, we're looking for therapists? Is that how it works? And then you guys, you guys take a look at it and say, okay, well... 
you look at the tier system for where therapists sit in that and they and then you call up say hey jason wait you doing anything this weekend because uh if you <laughs> if you want you can be in so-and-so working whatever and then if he says yes or no then you go down to the next person on the, is that the way it works i have um, no idea how that yeah works. so there's no like direct communication um like if i were to specifically email like jason white for example and say hey like i know how many olympic games you've done do you want to do another one yeah um unfortunately we don't do it like that we have like an application that you would fill out and then okay. we would send it out directly for you but the organizer like whoever is putting on the event or the games they're in contact with you guys yeah saying, so we communicate back and forth and then we come up with an application and then we send gotcha. it out. yeah okay, okay so it's kind of like the best it's like a it's like a best friend we kind of connect them with the olympics or special olympics or whichever um and we build that rapport together and then we send it out um for them. so can you can you give our audience an idea of what major it doesn't have to be major as well what organizations come to the canadian sport massage therapy association and say hey we are looking for therapists there's there's a bunch <laughs> the good thing is we get a lot of people emailing us looking for therapists yeah yeah um so for example, like a couple of them would be like the Rio swim trials. We've had like the Special Olympics, for example. Um, we've had uh, different soccer, like Team Canada stuff, as well as just regular soccer. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we've had all the Olympics, FISU games. I'm trying to think of all of them. Yeah, I guess it's like FISU games, like major Olympics, um, the Peru games that are coming up. Um, yeah. yeah, pretty much like all worldwide events. And then just also like local stuff. Like if someone needs a therapist for like a local team, like the typical junior dolphins or Wolfpack or whichever it is, like there's different teams that will kind of reach out and say, hey, I need like 10 therapists. Can you do it? Or even um, we have some wicked events. There's like policing events that yeah. need like therapists or like volunteers for. So we also um, get those emails and then reach out or marathons or um, we also have like the triathlons and Muskokas that we also do. So like everything. But if you were to look from like a tier system point of view, it's like we, we have all different types of therapists from all different levels. Mm -hmm. that are able to go to all different um, events at all different levels. So it's kind of a pro. That's awesome. Like, I, I honestly, I'm excited just listening to it because I'm way into this kind of stuff and I can't figure out why more people aren't excited like I am, or at least what are the numbers like in terms of like Canada wide? And then maybe you can give us, maybe, I don't know if you know Canada wide numbers and then give us an idea of like what Ontario is, or if you don't. <laughs> um, I think the problem is a lot of people aren't known to what the sports massage therapy means, the CSMTA means, which is tough on numbers. I like I would always want more numbers if I were to come up with a number, which I actually don't know. Like, are, are there less than three hundred sport massage therapists in Ontario? No, I would probably say I wouldn't say it's it's higher. Uh, I'm trying to think of the number in Canada, which I, there's a lot in Canada because there's so many different associations. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out, like, of almost 15,000 freaking RMTs in Ontario. Yeah. I find it very hard to believe that there's only a small percentage that would really be so into this idea because yeah. I'm getting excited just sitting here <laughs> and we're just it is, talking honestly, about it's it. It's so amazing. Like, you know? it's, it's amazing to think, like, people can just join the association and get involved with sports immediately which is a dream but then there's there's so many different avenues i guess with massage so it really depends on what you're into like there may be 15,000 but it also may be a pro that there only are a certain amount of like sports massage yeah, therapists that's true, that's because true, true. um the competition alone like 
already is crazy. Uh, I find personally with certain sports and because most people love like basketball, hockey, volleyball. Those are like sometimes the main ones that people try and go to. But then you have other really, really unique sports that people have no idea about and are like really in need of therapists. So mm-hmm. um, I, I think and hope that with podcasts and school presentations and um, anything possible, even like the web, um, just being more vocal on what options there are with sports and therapy can go a long way. I find there's so many athletes these days that literally pick, like I've heard so many podcasts. What is uh, uh, Sierra's uh, husband's name? He's the football player. I'm blanking on his name. Anyways, he is amazing because he had a podcast the other day and he was talking about how if he could pick a therapy, he would pick massage. massage. Massage he goes to every week. It's something that he is so active on. So like hearing that well-known athletes recommend therapy, like that's yeah. a huge push in itself. So I think it's great that every year we do get more numbers, even though I don't know the number, but I know that every year we actually do get a significant amount of people coming in. Nice. Um, that's a huge plus because that's more education on what we're doing. So Huge, huge. I love, I love massage there. Is the goal of the association to be massive or is the goal of the association, maybe not goal, maybe goal is a bad word. Is growth part of the mandate or is it exclusive? Like what's, what's, what's more <laughs> the important? The VIP. Yeah. What's more important? What's more important to be like smaller numbers, really specialized group of people or to have attraction and more numbers involved? Or maybe this is a stupid question altogether. No, that's such a good question because it can go both ways depending on who you're asking. Because if, you know, if you want to be exclusive and have people who have only special, you know, certifications and stuff, that's huge. Yeah. And those people will be grabbed more often. But from my point of view, I think growth is is the most important thing because I rather have like a hundred therapists who can do the same thing because that means that a hundred athletes will be able to get help, which at the end of the day, that is what we're here for. We're here to help people. We're here to um, always ensure that their health is the number one thing, even if they don't believe it. Right. So I think from, from my personal point of view, as well as just learning about the CSMTA year by year, that's, I think personally, that's the most important. It's just helping people at the end of the day. How did you get involved? Involved with the Ontario chapter? How did that happen? How did you go from like, what did you say, two years out of practice? No, you've been practicing for five. I've been, I've been, been practicing re- for four, and four? then literally, I like the, I think like the week after I graduated, I googled, <laughs> and Google sent me to the CSMTA, and they ironically had a course coming up called the Advanced Sports Massage Course, and I was like, what is this? And I met now my best friend Jill, who is the president of the CSMTA Ontario chapter. And um, I met her at the course and um, we started connecting and another connection. She was taking the course or she was teaching? She was taking the course. Yeah. So she was taking it with me. Long story short, we were like, why don't we go to the the conference together? It's coming up. Let's experience whatever. At the conference, uh, we signed up and I was, uh, I volunteered to be the public relations. And at the time she volunteered to be the secretary. So we got connected right away (laughs) into the association. And now she's our president, which she is unbelievable at and i'm still the public relations which i'm super happy about right on yeah and that's all volunteer stuff right all volunteer yes but we're we're happy to do it because like i said um i think the most important thing is educating people on what is out there versus just being selfish and saying oh i can I can take all these courses and be the best. I rather tell everyone else about it and say, why don't we all do these courses together 
And because nine times out of 10, if you look at our association, everyone's not from the same region. So someone could take the cor- the advanced sports massage course with me, who's from like, you know, Muskoka's or Barrie or, you know, somewhere around that area. Yep. And I'm in Brampton. So it's, it's just wicked. It's so wicked to meet people. I love yeah, it. For sure. Yeah. I totally dig it. It's I totally fun. dig it. Um, the association, is it open for any therapist, even in the non-regulated provinces? Yeah. BC, Alberta, Ontario, Quebec, and Atlantic. So Atlantic would be everything maritime, right? Yeah. It, and that's the awesome part, too, is if you move, you can still be in a chapter yeah. um, wherever you go. In Canada, which is cool. So, how do we, uh, other than this bullshit podcast that we got going on, <laughs> how, how do we, how do we spread the word on this? Um, well, first, we can definitely spread the word on the conference coming up, which is the eighth and 9th of June, and super excited about it because um, it's the two day course, aka connection course. That's what I call it. Um, and there's so many different uh, presenters coming. There's like that three-time Olympian that I was telling you about that's coming, who's a runner. And we also have like our annual general meeting. So just like coming to those different things, you will meet so many therapists, uh, as well as obviously get educated on um, the different topics that we'll be going over with assessment and field versus clinic work, all that kind of stuff. So uh, moving forward, you can always come and start with that even if you're a student uh an smtcc or a certified therapist you can always pop by and come visit june 8 9th at canadian college of massage and hydrotherapy tell us a little bit about um the event you already said that there's going to be some pretty cool courses happening and is this open for anybody to take so for example rmts that are not involved with the sport massage therapy association um kinesiologists personal trainers like who is open to take this healthcare professional so um the president definitely recommended that everyone come if they would like to come it's something that is just education so if you can make it then definitely come everyone is most welcome and it's a two-day thing you can also choose the one day as well um, depending on what you're into but i would definitely recommend coming to see all the featured uh, presenters because they're all amazing i've got the website open just to give you guys an idea of what it looks like the agenda day one running 101 gait hip and pelvis day two field versus clinic knee ankle uh spine shoulder this looks like really good stuff man very educational weekend I like yeah it. I totally dig it. I totally dig it. Thank you. I did it. (laughs) So where do you plan on taking this whole thing? Do you see yourself kind of always hanging out in the association's offices and uh, always being involved with the association? Or is this just kind of a... You probably don't want anyone that (laughs) you were hearing that. (laughs) Is this just kind of like a stepping stone for you or you don't even know yet? Um, I think the great thing about it is that you can either go both ways. You can make it a stepping stone if you want. I personally, I think I will probably stick with it for a long time just because, like I said, I love the connections. I love the conferences. Like, they're so fun. Like, everyone is just there, like, relaxing also like getting educated but it's a very um calm place everyone just wants to learn and long term i think that's just what i want to kind of stick with and i love working with everyone um everyone on the board is is amazing um and i hope to continue to grow with them yeah they're really really cool what's uh what's your favorite sports or events to work favorite type of athlete everyone 
asked me this question when I posted on Instagram. Everyone asked this question. Curious. Um, do you want me to ask you a different one? Like, which type of athlete do you hate working with? How about that? <laughs> hate no, such I a think, strong word. I don't know. If, I don't know if I like that one. Okay, um, we can go like back to the favorite one. one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. let's do the favorite um, one. Then. My favorite athlete to work with would probably. Oh no, we're talking about sport. Um, my favorite sport to date would probably still be hockey just because I've been playing since I was a kid. So, uh, not to say it's the easiest sport because it's not definitely like with concussions and shoulder dislocations and all that stuff. Um, I don't know anything about hockey, but we had a guy in, it hasn't aired yet. We had a guy in who, who runs like a hockey performance camp. So he's teamed up with, or him and his partner have teamed up with the dude who runs Central Hockey Academy. And so essentially what they've done, if they, they've extended it, Central Hockey Academy to off-season training. Central Hockey Academy, I think, only does stuff during season or whatever the case is. So mm-hmm. they now take on their off-season stuff. The reason why I ask this is he said goalies are really weird. Goalies, they're weird. Are they? Is this the general consensus that goalies are just fucking weird people? Everyone on record? <laughs> Um, you, no, you, I definitely... Were you a goalie? No, I wasn't. Okay, okay. Oh my gosh, no. Oh, um, see, they are weird just by the way you yeah. said that. <laughs> no, it's it's not even that. It's like, I can, I was a goalie for one year and I could never do it. There's so much pressure on you, like yeah. mentally and physically, there's so much pressure on you. But no, like I... I don't think goalies are weird. They have a really unique personality because like their senses are so much more in depth personally, I think than anyone, anyone okay, else's. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's still my favorite sport. Like I, I love hockey because um, it's fascinating to watch. There's so many different teams that you can go with girls or guys yeah. you, like you, like with any sport, but um, you know, I'm so excited cause I, I'm doing the hashtag camp again this year in the summer which is the off-season nhl camp which is cool and um it is amazing like it's just a really cool sport they have an injury in every single part of their body which Mm. i like because it's a challenge every literally every time yeah but yeah i i think that would probably be my number one even though i slightly like basketball because i'm still learning about basketball and all the different injuries so i also really like that sport because it's a really big challenge for me with taping and all that stuff. So I don't know. I think I think it would probably be like one and two. Mm. But yeah. What's the the toughest scenario in terms of just the most challenging scenario that you've been in? It would definitely be a hockey scenario. Um, I was in Israel and one of our players went down the ice. Uh, Team Canada game versus Team USA. So you know already the the tension in there. Full full arena, and uh, one of our athletes goes down in the corner completely out and um so i'm going over i'm doing my assessments and all that kind of stuff anyways long story short uh we had to bring in like paramedics and a stretcher and all that kind of stuff yeah but no one spoke english so i was trying to communicate a first responder experience or like response to people who only spoke a different language so that was probably my toughest battle because literally it was just like trying to communicate with my hands like where the pain was or like he's not like he's not responsive or whatever it was and trying to explain to them that they can't leave without me with the ambulance because I have all this information and oh my gosh it was a wicked experience because it it allowed me to um, use different skills that I've never have before yeah Um, but it was 
<laughs> I need a drink after that one because it was it was a crazy night and it was the last night of the competition. So it was oh, crazy. Wow. Keeping your cool in scenarios like that, is that something that's just built in and innate or is that something that you got to learn and work on? I think it's personally something you have to work on because you have to have confidence in what you're doing. At the end of the day, like if you don't know what you're doing, that has a huge effect on how you communicate with people as well as your assessments. I think with time, you definitely get better. I remember my like first couple scenarios as a first responder, you kind of just like blank out and you don't really remember what you do. But after a couple of times, once you know like the major signs and the major assessments that you have to do, it is a lot easier, but it's super duper nerve wracking at the beginning. Yeah. Like, very nerve wracking. Yeah. Would you suggest that most people go get their first responder, even if they're not going to be involved in? Hell yes. Yes. A million times. Yes. I would never regret paying that recertification every year. Yeah. or every three years or whatever it is. It's, it is probably the best investment I've done. And it's such a good like pair with like sports massage and regular massage yeah. because you're able to use both with a sports team. So when I worked with the Tobacco Dolphins last year, it was so handy to do massage as well as like first responder on the ice and yeah. not just do like the bare minimum. It's, it's a full on assessment that you have experience with. So it's so much easier and you just feel more confident on that bench not just being one certification, you're multiple certifications. So yes, it's it's something that a lot of teams look for, for sure. To have your certification through the association, do you you need your yes. first? Okay, perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. Right on. It's just something we recommend, like in general. I, I think it's it's a great education period. Oh, yeah. But as an addition to your education, and I mean, it looks good after your name. It says FR. You know what? It's honestly, some things even trip me out. Like, like you don't even need to maintain a emergency level first aid and CPR or CPR level C and then first aid as emergency. You don't even need to maintain that with the college. I know. You just need to show proof of it at time of registration and after that they don't give a shit. Yeah. Actually they I think they're they're they are actually proposing making changes to the bylaws. Everything's changing now. Like I get emails all the time saying something's like now we don't have to do CEUs and all these different things and let's not talk about that. But, I run a CEU company. That <laughs> that kicked me in the fucking yeah. teeth for a good six months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was I think it was a way up call for a lot of people because you know um even just the people spending the money yep. saying like oh it's a you know six hundred dollar course or whatever it is that's money that they're paying too yep. and it's just like oh well now i don't need these and it's like i've just worked my butt off for these so yeah, yeah, yes yeah. i from both angles I can only imagine how frustrating it is. Yeah, that was that was that was really strange. I mean, I, I I I never really fucking worried because I'm super confident in the course that we have. I think we deliver quality educational material. I I, I firmly stand by the stuff that we do, and that's why it didn't bother me uh, to the point of like, holy fuck, what am I gonna do? But I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, like the. Like one of the underlying basis of our business was you needed credits, yeah. right? And they just kind of swooped that out from <laughs> that underneath That was a huge me. push in school. Yeah. That was, oh yeah. 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 I know. I can only imagine. Holy fuck. Well, I can, whatever. Yep. <laughs> I know, right? Eh, moving on. <laughs> so that so that was kind of a the most challenging scenario. What about the, I, I kind of alluded to this before, you don't have to mention names, you don't have to mention a sport, you don't have to mention, you know, a, a certain type of games, but give me this scenario that you're like, fuck, I just wish I wasn't here. Or, man, I just, I shouldn't have done that, or whatever the case is. We all fuck things up at some point. Or we all make a bad decision, like, I accepted this job to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Have you had any of those? I feel like I've definitely been in that situation where, like, I've offered my services to the point of, like, too much. Mm. And it was like a, 
oh, no, no, like, oh, like, you know, when you are too nice and you say, okay, this is all the hours I can do. Um, I also have these experiences. I also have these certifications. Run with it. And then as soon as you say it, it's like, oh, oh, they're going to take this, like, and literally Literally run run with with it. it. (laughs) And um, there are definitely several, unfortunately, scenarios that I've I've allowed that to happen. And um, I'm trying to learn from them because what I've learned in this profession is that I'm a very humble person. I work hard and I give everyone everything. Um, But sometimes you also need to take that step back and maybe just sometimes work in the means of what you are mm-hmm. versus everything that you may want to be. So yeah, I've definitely I've definitely learned how to um, accept who I am as a therapist and not over over overachieve, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Was that is that is that a hard thing for you to do? Yes, because I always love giving my hundred percent. Like if I'm if I'm with a team or if I'm with whoever, I always try and do literally as much as I can or if I'm the last one at the the event then I always try and say like do you want me to help you put like the tent down do you want me to you know bring all your stuff to the car or what like all these different things that are a humbling part of me but I am like literally exhausted or I'm going to be late for my other job because I'm trying to help other people or whatever mm-hmm. it is so it is it is hard sometimes but you just that's just who you are so you just kind of have to work with it totally hear you it. know what I mean yeah man I think that's just the mindset of most massage therapists just like fucking yeah. want to help any way freaking possible yeah it's like yeah. how much can I give this person like <laughs> in an hour or a hat or a half or you know yeah, if it's an athlete sure. it's like I have 15 minutes to rock their world okay <laughs> what can we do here so, yeah, it is it is hard. But once you kind of manage yourself and know who you are, then it's a lot easier. But it's a process. It's definitely a process. Coolest places you've ever been because of this? Uh, no, I, I was thinking about that on the way here because another question that I get on Instagram all the time. Yeah. And um, my number one place still to date would probably be Israel. Yeah. That was the craziest experience I've ever had as a therapist. Like. Um, you get all the Team Canada swag, so um, it's very similar to the Olympics. So you have your opening ceremonies. They say Team Canada, and you walk out with the like. I think we had like 10,000 athletes, like in total. Wow! But there were 40,000 athletes mm-hmm. in the stands with their families and and all this stuff, and walking out on this platform. And just looking at all these people looking at you, at representing Team Canada, your country, like, even though I'm just like the therapist on the side, yeah. um, you know, just representing your 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 like, country is just huge. Like, it just means the world. So that was probably like my most epic, memorable moment. What does that feel like, that moment? You just feel so much joy and and honor. Like, honor would probably be the first word that I would I would say because, you know, you look at that flag on your, on your chest and say, you know what, like, I... I feel so proud to be Canadian and, you know, to say that I've worked this hard to get to this point and be able to celebrate it like this and, and help all these athletes representing Canada as well. Like that means the world to me. Like that's crazy to think that I have that power to help these people. That's amazing. Like that's crazy. But that would probably be my favorite trip because I was able to go to different countries after as well and experience that. So, and I've never been overseas. That was my first time on like a 10 hour flight, which is quite an adventure. Let me tell you, it is farther than I thought it was. And uh, yeah, that was by far my favorite. Yeah. Nice. Where else have you been? Um, Calgary was wicked. Um, I've been like a couple places in the States. I was able to do the World Juniors in Buffalo, which was really fun. Um, but mostly I've, I've tried to stick around Canada for the most part. Uh, I got a job offer um, from China to work with Team China. I wasn't sure if I was going to take it like at that time because it was just 
like it was literally like my second year of school or um graduate after graduation after, yeah. i would have taken that job but literally the day after i said no they had that massive smog alert so i was just like <laughs> thank god i did not take that but it's just it's crazy that the places that it can take you and there's definitely some i hope in the future that i'll be able to kind of experience as well like germany and peru and mm. all these different ones yeah, cross my fingers. Do you have a significant other? Yes, I do. Uh, how does your significant other feel about that? Oh, man, like you are potentially going to take off. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Or does, uh, it ever, does it ever come up? It's so funny because, God, he is so amazing. He's so patient. Like, yeah. he is... Because I tell him all the time, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. Like, next week, I'm going to L.A., like, with my brother. And, like, he's just fine with all these trips. But, you know, we started dating literally right before I went to Israel for a month. And my goodness, it challenges your relationship to like the highest. Yeah. He's so good. He's so patient. And we FaceTimed like a couple times on the trip, which was really helpful. Um, but hopefully, you know, like in the future, he'll be able to come on certain trips with me and experience that together because I think that's important because if they see what you do, then, you know, it takes it up a, a little bit more of like a, a value than, or, you know, they get to see a different side of you that they probably wouldn't see, yeah. um, than just thinking that, you know, you're just a massage therapist. There's so much more to it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so much hard work that, you know, a lot of people don't see. Right. Right on. So let's, let's wrap this by telling everyone how they can get in touch with you guys and, uh, yeah, give us some email addresses, give us some websites, tell us about the social media, that type of thing. Yeah. So definitely like everyone reach out to, um, our Instagram, which is the CSMTA Ontario. Um, you can direct message me anytime. You can comment on any photo or anything like that. Um, if you guys have any, any questions, you can hop on our website. Uh, all of our emails are there as well as my cell phone number. So you can call us if you have any like specific questions on regards to getting certified or if you're a student who just wants to know um, how to take those next steps or, you know, how do I know what sport I really want to get into, feel free to give us a call. Like we are more than welcome to go over anything in regards to our association or just advice in the field. So um, feel free to link us on any type of direction you want. Right on. It's been awesome. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out. First podcast ever. Awesome sauce. Nailed it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone. Peace.